Welcome to the 618 Now, a production of the Chamber of Commerce and the O'Fallon Weekly, where we give you a snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Today is Friday, September 29th, 2023, and Jessica, what's going on? Riddle me this. Batman! <laughs> there, <laughs> there is a group of volunteers that are required by the state of Illinois to exist. Okay. They publish notices for many of their meetings in your newspaper. They do. They conduct public hearings usually once or twice a month. But very few people realize this group even exists. Who are they? Well, I know who they are because I have a background in local government, but I do agree not many people are familiar with the Planning Commission. The Planning Commission, that's right. This week, we are starting a podcast series on community volunteers, people who show up in big ways and in small, but each of them has an impact on our community. And we want to share the work that they do because we would not be who we are without them. And the first group we want to highlight are the planning commissioners. They are, Nick, what I like to call the development ninjas. Okay. And what I mean by this is they are very much a public body, but I'm just not sure how many people realize that they exist. So some fun facts. Fun facts. About the planning commission. They are established by statutory authority through the state of Illinois. So the state says we must have a planning commission. They are volunteers who are appointed by the mayor and confirmed by the council. And the function of the planning commission is to, quote, provide advice and recommendations regarding new developments, rezoning request, planned use, and amendments to the zoning, sign, and subdivision ordinances and comprehensive plan. Well, that's a lot of fancy words. <laughs> I know. Basically, when someone wants to build something new or change the purpose of an existing building or land, that usually involves going through the Planning Commission. It is the first step in what is usually a five-step process. And because it's established by the state, it's a really formal process. So anyone who wishes to speak at the hearing must be sworn in. And this is really different than like city council committees or the meetings themselves where nobody's sworn in. And then depending on the type of application being considered, many times there are notices that have to be mailed to residents living within a certain distance of the proposed change. And this publication notifies them of the hearing and then invites them to the Planning Commission to provide their input on proposed changes. So let's say I want to open a business. Okay. I want to build a new building. What happens? So it usually starts by meeting with city staff. There is a community development department within the city, so most likely you would start by meeting with them. You would lay out your vision, talk about the property you want to purchase, the building you want to build, and then they'd work with you to decide how to lay out the building, things about how many parking spots you need, landscaping, lighting. There are ordinances or laws that outline everything that's allowed or not. And then you'd likely submit your application to build. Okay. And then once you submit that application, it's usually several months of different studies. So like traffic studies, design review, stuff like that. And then the staff puts together a report based on all of that data. And this report is addressed to the planning commission. It is not addressed to the mayor. It's not addressed to the city council. It is a project report specifically for the Planning Commission, and it outlines nearly everything about the project. So the size of the lot, the building, traffic, parking, it's a very comprehensive report. Now, true or false, 
A recent development had a staff report prepared for the Planning Commission that was 126 pages. I don't really want it to be true, but I feel like it is. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> and that's because it is the Planning Commissioner's job to get into the nuts and bolts. So they need to make sure that what's being proposed meets requirements for development. And then if something different is being requested, they vote on whether or not to allow that variance. Many planning commission meetings last about an hour, but sometimes on larger developments, they can last two, three, four hours. And that's because there is so much to cover, a lot to consider, and then there might be a lot of input that's provided by residents. And again, these commissioners are volunteers. The commission is made up of 11 residents, all appointed by the mayor and confirmed by the council. And then after they hear a project, they vote. Now that vote is a recommendation, it's not a final decision. So even if a project, let's say, were to fail in planning commission, it would still proceed in the process and go on to city council. But in that case, it would be forwarded, but with a non-recommendation. Okay. Having said that, most of the projects do pass, but they might have some specific recommendations or things that the commissioners want. For example, on a recent large retail project, the commission put in a condition that the developer needed to include more sidewalks and pedestrian access within the development. And this was in line with the 2040 master plan that calls for a community that's more connected and pedestrian friendly. So shout out to the commissioners who volunteer their time in service to our community by evaluating projects, developments, and zoning requests. For sure. So right now, are there any openings on the Planning Commission? I don't believe so. But, you know, the idea is maybe listeners heard something today that interests them. And when a spot on the commission opens up, someone might have a better idea, based on what we've covered today, on whether they want to throw their hat into the ring for that position. Well, they're a great group to highlight first in our series. Who else can we look forward to, though? Well, in next week's episode, we're going to talk about our firefighters who also happen to be volunteer. Sounds good. Well, before we get into the calendar, let's hear from this week's podcast partner, Oasis. Retired? Feeling the urge to learn, connect, and engage? Oasis has got you covered. Dive into a world of educational resources, fun recreational classes, and meaningful volunteer opportunities. We're talking art, technology, cooking, health, history, and so much more. All curated for you to foster connections and ensure a healthier, happier life. Ready to join the community? Visit stloasis.org forward slash agesmart or contact Aaron Burton at 618-222-2561 to learn more. So Jess, what's on the calendar for this week? Today is Friday, September 29th. Today is Tip-A-Cop at Texas Roadhouse. This is in support of Special Olympics. Stop by between 4 and 10 p.m. and say hi to both the Special Olympians and also members of O'Fallon's Police Department who are on hand welcoming guests and collecting funds to benefit our athletes. Tonight there is also live music at June's Breakfast and Patio in Shiloh that begins at 6 p.m. Tomorrow is another Vine Street Market at O'Fallon Station. The market opens at 8 with free yoga from Moonbird Yoga, also beginning at 8, and live music starts at 9. Tomorrow is also Chalk It Up to Art in the downtown district. This is an event where participants draw creative work on the sidewalk. All ages and skill levels are welcome, and there is never a lack of talent at this event. It's pretty amazing. You can pre-register or you can sign up the day of, and we're going to link to that registration in the show notes. 
Tomorrow is also St. Clair's Oktoberfest from 4 until 10 p.m. This is a big community festival in the downtown district. Live music, homemade German dinner, games for kids of all ages, festival food, a huge beer garden with lots of beer on draft and wine by the class. There's a 5K and more. And then heads up, there is a really special honor run scheduled for Saturday, October 7th at the Veterans Monument just off of Seven Hills in O'Fallon. The Honor Run is a 5K race in memory of John Wilt. He was a 1996 graduate of OTHS where he was really involved. He was part of the marching and concert bands. He was on the speech team, Model UN. He played varsity football, track, and was active in the church. He went on to graduate from the United States Naval Academy where he earned a degree in physics. A commissioned officer in the Marine Corps, Lieutenant Wilt died in May 2002 during flight officer training when two jets collided over the Gulf of Mexico. His parents, Nell and Ann Wilt, are longtime O'Fallon residents, and they're just some of the nicest people I think you'll ever meet. John loved running and had completed in two marathons, so this run in John's memory, this is really a fitting way to honor his legacy of service to others. And his foundation supports a four-year, $1,500 annual renewable scholarship for an OTHS graduating senior. We're going to link to that registration in the show notes. And that's your snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Well, on that note, I've got to get going. Thanks, Nick. It's always a pleasure. This podcast is a production of the O'Fallon Shiloh Chamber of Commerce. We're a nonprofit with over 600 members, and together we welcome, unite, and promote business. Remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local, and that's sort of the same thing.